It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the 211 Renault and Dacia range. Get your car delivered to you in just a couple of clicks. Call us today to find out more or visit blackstonemotors.ie. Stay safe from Blackstone Motors. Ah, yes. I love him so. It's his birthday today. My dog, Messi, is ten this very day. He's an old April fool. He was born on the 1st of April, ten years ago today, in 2011. My, oh my, Louise, those ten years. When I think of my life in those ten years, and his life as well, how much has changed in a decade. It's crazy, isn't it? It is He's just... on late lunch longer than I am. <laughs> is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's a fact. He is indeed. And you know, back when I got him, I have to tell you how I got him. You see, I had another fella before him, Jack, and he was a black Labrador as well. And Jack died. He only, he was 10 actually, Jack, oh. when he died. Yeah, he got a cancer and he died. Lived for a year after surgery and that, but we didn't get beyond that with him. And I left it a little while to get a replacement, but Sarah was mad to get another dog at that stage. And I'd got Jack from legendary dog trainer. Oh, what a man he was. Tom Moore in Dundalk. And I went back to Tom. Now, he hadn't got labs or he wasn't breeding them at that stage. And he, he put me in touch with a man in Newry. So I went up to Newry and there they were, the little things running around. And Sarah was with me and we waited and they looked at us and one came running towards us. Really? And she said, that's him. And we just picked him up and took him with us. And we've posted the pictures I on LMFM Facebook through Gorgeous the years. Yeah, and they're on mine as well. And that was the start of, of the journey with him. And naming him, this is what happened on Late Lunch. We, um, we threw it out to the listeners uh, to say, I think there was three different names we had. And the vote went for Messi. Messi the footballer. Now, M-E-S-S-I. But after the show, I got a call when we agreed the name. The name was settled. Mm-hmm. From a dog psychologist. Right. And she said to me, oh, Jerry, I was listening to you on the show today. Don't do it. Don't call him messy because messy by name and nature he'll be. And I said, how are you spelling your messy? And she said, what? 
Messy, M-E-S-S-Y. I said, I'm all right. That's not my fella. It's M-E-S-S-I. She says, I never heard of that before. Well, I says, you don't follow football then because he's the greatest footballer in the world and he still is. Anyway. So that- can your dog play football? Oh, he loves the ball. He? he absolutely, he ad- he'd retrieve a ball till the cows come home. <laughs> and he is a great retriever. He's a Labrador retriever. And look, I have his papers here beside me. Uh, his parents, grandparents, great-grandparents and great-great-grandparents. And you know, his dad was the Ireland Retriever Championship winner in 29 and 2010. Won the Retriever Championship, the overall championship in Ireland. He's a well-bred dog. And guess what his official name is at the Kennel Club? Rosanalis Emmett. Where did they get those names I don't know. Rosanalis Emmett is his actual name and born on the 1st of the 4th, 2011. And back then, you know, um, we then had a series called... Putting manners on Messi. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, we had a series on the show. And Lydia Finnegan, if she's listening today, I say hello to her Navin. She's a business there called Pet Problems. She's off. She had a new baby lately. Uh, I think she's coming back, hopes to come back this year. But we went to Navin and we followed his training on the show here. And look, I just want to go back today, a couple of minutes from 10 years ago on Late Lunch, when Lydia joined me to have a wee chat about the new series that was going to begin. Now, as you all know, I have a new puppy and his name is Messi. Yes, you voted on the name. Messi is the man's name and he is a male black Labrador pup. New puppy into the house. Got him at eight weeks old uh, about a fortnight ago. He's just 10 weeks and his picture's on Facebook if anybody wants to have a look at him. And Labradors are known to be quite naughty puppies. um, So I'd say your heart will be broken over the next few months. (laughs) Well, I looked out last night and the clothesline was full. And I I thought the line was going in in a very funny fashion. He was a swinging out of some of the clothes on the Mm, line. Yeah. Puppies naturally grab at things that move past them in the wild as well. So if anything moves past them, they tend to grab at it and the the predator instinct comes out and they chase whatever it is. So a lot of that is kind of is instinct and, you know, it's flapping and they have to catch it. He he hasn't got that sense now. Do you know where you can reprimand him and trust that you can walk away and he's not going to do it again? He's a puppy. So he's he's going to kind of try it a couple of times before he gets it. So I would just keep them out of the way for now. If you're toilet training, you should go out with the puppy and give it a little reward. Because otherwise, how is it going to know the difference between toileting inside and toileting outside? But if it gets the reward for toileting outside toileting outside is a good thing and loads of praise and they're real pleased with themselves whereas toileting inside it depends if you don't see it happening I don't believe that you should correct because puppies don't have great association so if you didn't see them squatting in the little puddle afterwards I don't think you should correct and I certainly don't believe in bringing them over to it Mm. Um, if you catch the puppy going to the toilet in the house you know a little ah ah and bringing the puppy out so it associates going out with the toilet but I would say to go with the puppy and reward And what do you give a reward because I'm feeding my full of puppy nuts you know what I mean that are yeah. soaked on that as well and I want to try and keep them on that through to the dry food stage as well yeah. What would you reward the puppy? Um, if your puppy likes nuts enough they're nuts enough by all means feed them then because some puppies So give them a dry nut as a yeah, reward Yeah some puppies can be sensitive and if you go on to treats they can be a bit rich and then mm. they might get the runs or whatever but there are a great range of just puppy treats maybe go with a puppy treat rather than a dog treat you know that less but it's important to reinforce that if there's an accident and you see it reinforce the reward when they're good outside Mm -hmm. and that and be with them when you're doing it yeah and if you do that regularly you can easily train a puppy within two weeks and have no accidents after that there'll be none at all then at that stage if you do it and you're vigilant Mm, vigilance is the word oh it's amazing Louise to listen back 10 years ago and that that advice from Lydia is as good today 
Franny Puppy. As it ever was, Franny Puppy. But I have to say, he trained so easily. He, he was an easy dog to train. He really was. And Lydia was absolutely uh, brilliant with us. Do you know, he's a very famous dog as well. I was at a <laughs> quiz one night. This is no word of a lie. I was at a quiz one night, nearly fell off the chair. Four-man team I was in. <clears throat> and the quiz master said, what is the name of late lunch presenter Jerry Kelly's dog? No way. <laughs> <laughs> we got that question right, by the way. And indeed. I hope so. <laughs> well, I tell you, at the end of the night, lots of people hadn't. Well, some got it, but others didn't. We won the quiz by a point. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> I think so. Thanks to Messi. Thanks to Messi. We won oh, the quiz. it was a nice prize. Oh, it was a lovely prize. Or any prize you get. Any a turkey would give great. some to Messi. <laughs> Not a chance. He might get a little bit of the leftovers. <laughs> but another famous story. We were all like the royal family. Watching, I think it was a big football match on Sky one day and the next thing didn't the sky go off and everyone's oh what's going wrong you know when it goes off at a crucial moment I looked out into the garden <laughs> there's your man with the cable <laughs> and him cable running man. around the back garden <laughs> I had to get the, it, it, uh, a little covering put on it you know what I mean a little metal covering then put on it and that stopped that I like you know puppies themselves they'll dig they eat they're villains he's still a villain all these years later a bit like myself to be Why honest with you Why does he dig still and ah, he's not so bad I have to say you know he nearly died once oh he nearly was gone on us he was he's a fighter Messi Messi would fight with big dogs if a dog looks him eye to eye he'll take him on and he, a greyhound bit him one time out and they, he gave as good as he got but he got infected from the wound Oh, I thought he was Nasty. gone. I have to say, uh, all pets saved him. All pets in Drogheda saved his life at that stage. He's a great guard dog. You won't come near the garden, <laughs> I can tell you. Pat the plumber. <laughs> Pat, Pat was down doing a I job for me story. one day in the house. He was doing a job, folks, one day for me in the house. Listen to this. And I was out in the greenhouse rooting away. And next, me phone rang. Pat Nulty's number came up. I said, Jesus, what's Pat ringing for me? Sure, she's in the house. <laughs> and he says, quiet, could it? Jerry, Jerry, where are you? I'm out in the greens. Jerry. Come in, rescue me, will you? Why? What, Pat? This dog won't let me move left or right. <laughs> he came out into the utility and Messi was there. Oh, he's like that for sure. But you know something? He's the gentlest dog in the world with children, especially the little ones, Pippa and Ava. So a picture of my Oh, there. he just, he's so kind. He's so, he's big now. You'd have to watch him. He throws his weight about, but he's very kind with children. He really is. And you know what? We love him to bits. We just love him to bits. I went out this morning and wished him happy birthday. Did you? <laughs> I did. I gave him a big hug. Have to get him a bone on the oh, way home. Oh, listen, he's going to get a treat today, that's for sure. And what a dog, as I said again, to retrieve off water. You may have seen it when I was doing the slab. Mm. I had him out with me a few times. He'd go out in the water, he'd retrieve. That's where he's bred. His, look, his dad was a, an Irish champion there twice. He has that instinct in him. He loves water. He really, really does. And is he a completely different character to Jack? Oh, even totally. The same breed. Yeah, totally, totally. Even in the, he, the Jack. Jack was shorter, pudgier Labrador. This was bigger, you know what I mean, and more length than that. And he's a devil to bark. If he hears anything going on around the area, Jack wasn't really like that, you know, and you'd have to bring him in that he wouldn't disturb anybody. But That's it's a good thing. Bad, it's a, yeah. yeah, no, 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 I have to say it's a good thing. So he's 10 today and he's been a part of this show over the years and I just wanted to acknowledge his birthday. And it's not an April Fool, I can <laughs> assure you. He is an early April Fool, but he was born on this day 10 years ago. I often think, how long will he live? How long will any of us live, Louise? Yes, you you don't never, know. We never know from hour to hour. And would I get another one? Well, it's a thought. Would you believe it's a thought that crosses my mind? I don't want to contemplate that day. But I just wonder. What's you know what the I mean? average age? I know. Oh, when they go over 10 now, yeah, when is they it? go over 10, you know, they're starting to get into dicey ground. Bit like myself when I go over a number <laughs> this year. It's all downhill from here for sure. But look at, anyway... Happy birthday, Messi. We're just so thrilled that you've been part of our lives and brought us such joy and happiness over the years. I love my dogs. 
I get that from my father, Brendan, who, as I told you before, trained greyhounds, had terriers. He was a man of the fields and the countryside. And he gave that love. And one of the loves he gave me was of our four-legged friends and I absolutely adore them. I really do. I think they're just great and great company for people as well. If you've anything to say about your dog or you'd like to wish Messi a happy mm. birthday, you can. The lines are open. For anyone who has an older dog. Oh yes. Uh, if you want to talk about your lab or any dog or an older dog. Well, if you want to comment about your canine friend today, 1850 you can call in and or you can de- get to me directly here in the studio. WhatsApp or text me 086-1800-658. That's WhatsApp or text 086-1800-658 Now, before we go to the first break Louise, have to do what I always do on the first day of every month The little calendar from the Divine Word Missionaries that was sent to me by Jer I treasure it, and I got a few of them in this year I have to say This is the thought for the month of April Folks, prayer is a state of mind where an amazing exchange happens We hand over our worries to God and He hands over His blessings to us Nice. Take that with you during the month of April. Stuff it in your pocket. Keep it in your mind and carry it with you at this time because it's not an easy time for anybody. We're heading to our first break of the afternoon and talking about that lovely little religious thought there. What about Good Friday and fish? Is it still a thing? Well, we're going to find out on the show next. Good Friday tomorrow and we won't be with you on late lunch, but it's a fast day. Is Fish on Friday still a thing and will Good Friday be a massive day for fish sales? Well, there's only one place to go and that's Kerwin's Fish Cart on Lawrence Street in Drogheda. And I'm joined on late lunch by Peter Kerwin. Good afternoon, Peter. Well, Jerry, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me on the show. First off, will you answer that question for me? Even still, is Friday your biggest day of the week and where does Good Friday come in? Yeah, I think Friday still is probably the busiest day of the week for us traditionally down through the years especially in draw it's always been a fish eating day around the towns good friday still a busy day even last year you could see it don't know whether it was with lockdown kicking in and there was a lot of new faces and then all our old familiar faces in with us when you look at your counter and i you know i'm very familiar with the shop myself and the array of fish is absolutely beautiful how come you have such a wide range of fish yeah like we have massive variety now due to the big fleet of boats in Clarehead and and the size of the boats they can fish right around the country so on any day we could have 40 50 different varieties of seafood in the counter so it's great what will be the big sellers this good friday what's best peter i know it's all good you always have the usual traditional stuff like your salmon your hake your cod haddock over the last few years we have so much more variety with Sea bass, mackerel, we've the clotterhead prawns, scallops. Red Gorn is a lovely fish, great fish. And we have ling, white pollock, loads of other fish that have really only kind of resurfaced now in the last few years that people might know as much about, but they're great fish. Like one of my favourite fishes at the minute is ling fish. It's really, really nice fish, pan fried, just dusting a bit of flour dipped an egg and breadcrumb pan fried it's really really nice oh you're good at the cooking side of things as well it's quite obvious come back to the fish and shellfish you mentioned the clarhead prawns are so popular indeed but look when you look across the board there there are more and more shellfish i often see mussels there on the counter as well and of course oysters shellfish have become more popular as well like i think definitely since lockdown if one good thing has come from it that people have slowed down and they've 
started to do a lot more cooking at home and trying new things and experimenting. And when the demand is there for the shellfish and that, it becomes more available too. The likes of scallops, oysters, we're getting our oysters from Galway, from a local man actually, David Keane, he's from Cullen, and he's started up an oyster farm the last few years over in Galway. That's where we're getting our oysters from at the minute. And then the clatter head prawns. They're the creme de la creme. They're hard to beat. Spoke to David, yes, about the oysters on on my show recently. A Cullen man producing beautiful oysters in the west of Ireland. And of course, you add a lot to your fish as well now. You come up with your own wee recipes that you pre-pack and and they're so popular. Yeah, yeah, we're putting different twists on it as well. Between the marinades, the marinades that we have for our fish that we make up in the shop and then all the oven-ready dishes, it's easier for people who don't eat a lot of fish but want to start eating fish if they start off with the likes of the oven ready dishes that they know they can just pop it into the oven for 20 minutes half an hour and it's done and it's tasty and then you see after a few weeks of them buying dishes like that that they want to start cooking themselves so then then they come to us and they ask us for recipes and ideas and stuff and paddy's always there to throw his few tips in and help people out in cooking he's everyone knows he's very passionate about his food and loves his cooking so yeah, I predict he'll be a winner of MasterChef someday. When you go in there, he is the man that can not alone yeah. sell you the best fresh fish, but advise you on the cooking of it as well. And look, you mentioned there, like you have a wide array of fresh fish. You have uh, the pre-prepared, as you said, that are easy to pop into the oven that you're doing yourselves. And of course, the freezer is there as well with a wide selection. No excuse not to get your fish fix from Karen's Fish Cart in Lawrence Street in Drogheda this year. Before I go, I know you mentioned Ling there a moment ago. Is it your favourite or what's your all-time favourite fish to eat and how do you like it prepared? I eat fish probably I eat every day in the shop. Like we, we cook upstairs so every day I'm working I'm eating fish and then when I go home I'm probably eating it three or four times a week and I'm never eating the same thing. There's that much variety like that. I could eat fish nine times 10 times a week and not do the same thing twice so mm. I do I, lo- I love laying pan fried or I love I do love bunk fish it's a little bit more expensive but I, I love that pan fried as well and egg breadcrumb coated into medallions pan fried two or three minutes and then just finish off in the oven with a bit of garlic butter that would be probably my go to dish I'm salivating here so are the listeners even thinking about it don't think about it it's good Friday tomorrow if you're into your fish give them a shout at Kerwin's Fish Cart on Lawrence Street in Drogheda and Peter, Paddy and all the boys and girls there will look after you I promise you wish you well for the big day tomorrow and thanks for joining me Peter cheers thanks very much Sherry most beautiful shop I have to say wonderful service and they know how to cook it as well as serve it up that's for sure I'll have fish tomorrow I I, I will uh, fish is a thing with me I'll probably what are you going to have fish and chips <clears throat> okay I'll uh, go into the boys and see what's uh, what's good it's all good but I always ask them that. what's good you know it's just me and you know when I think about Kerwin's uh, where they are today and they used to have the cart Peter was famous in Drogheda at the Tolsill on the side of the road and my mother used to go to Peter every single week but she'd always batter him down you know no matter what he asked her for the fish she'd bar- bargain with him barter with him you know uh, but that was a tradition in our house every Friday as well what about you D- yes or no or w- yeah fish pie tomorrow will it yeah 
So you'll observe it as well. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Louise. Yeah, no, That's I'll have my fish, all my fish pie ready to go. Yeah, I just, just wonder do people observe it at the Good Friday or is Fish and Friday a thing? If you have a comment or you do, let us know. The lines are open. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. Listen to these, Louise. The lads from the Mattress Depot in Dundalk sent us in a lovely video of their beautiful Chow Chow with six puppies. Did you see it there, Louise? And the puppies oh, all with the mummy. That, oh, it's lovely. It's on WhatsApp there. Another one here. My mum, Jerry, had a golden Labrador. Scotty was the name. Lived till 16. Oh, oh. my God. So sad to lose. Uh, Joanne in Rathmaline. Happy Easter to you, Joanne. Thanks for sending us the message. We think of Scotty today. Uh, lost our Shih Tzu uh, Aussie a month ago at 16. Uh, but poor Prince Cremation in Trim were fantastic, Jerry says a listener there. That's good to hear. Ken says, we have five Huskies. Five, Louise. Five, wow. Oh, they take Handful. work, they really do. But Ken says, Zaria is 13, is the oldest, and she's fading fast. Oh. She can only walk five minutes, and we're heartbroken. And we wonder... How long is left? Oh, my God. And they mean almighty. so much to people. Wouldn't that just break your heart? Keep mm-hmm. them coming to us, your messages about your pooches and Good Friday, whatever you are, is on your mind, let us know. I just want to mention that Cavan County Council wishes to advise that there'll be an aerial survey of the N3 Virginia Bypass Study Area this Friday, that's tomorrow, the 2nd of April, if weather conditions permit. The survey, which will provide up-to-date information that will assist in the development of of the scheme will last approximately two hours and will be carried out by low-flying aircraft. So just if you see those tomorrow in that area, that's what's going on. For more information, see Cavan County Council, cavancoco.ie or ntreevirginiabypass.ie. That's all happening tomorrow. Now, Ed Sheeran is my artist of the week and I'm breaking with my traditions as the beginning of the year because I want you to hear him play a version of another of my artists of the week that I played early in the year, the Bee Gees, and he did this at a big awards night, a cappella with just the guitar. Is one place I Oh, absolutely brilliant. A cappella with just plucking a guitar. Ed Sheeran, my artist of the week. We're on our way now to news and weather at two. Jerry, it's fish for me tomorrow. If more people ate more fish, we would have less heart attacks. You will never read in the Gospels about the good Lord eating meat, says Joe. Oh, really? Thank you, Joe, for that message today. Uh, another one to me here, Antoinette. Uh, my granny Phelan uh, always bought her fish from Peter Kerwin. At the tollsill from the cart you were speaking about, Jerry, and she always bartered with him too. Great memories, thank you, Jerry. Thanks indeed, Antoinette. Lovely to hear from you. Eddie Chute's been on. Hello, Eddie. Uh, I really enjoyed the interview with young Peter Kerr and the next generation of a dynasty. Thanks indeed, Eddie, for that one there. And um, we've got a lovely picture of Otis, four years of age, playing in his ball pit today. Yes, at the start of the show, I was talking about my messy. He's ten years old today. He was born on April. Fool's Day and Bernie Farley has just been on to me there to say Jerry I have never heard a better version of Massachusetts 
than you played just before two o'clock. Yes, Ed Sheeran there. A cappello, just the plucking of a few strings on the guitar. That's why I played it. He's my artist of the week. We're going to be talking about him later on. But that is simply brilliant. I think it was at the Grammy Awards he performed that a couple of years ago. I love the Bee Gees and I think it's a seminal song, to be honest with you. But that is a fantastic cover for sure. Now we move on on Late Lunch and we bring back to the airwaves. Normally he's in the seat here talking to you, but we're reversing roles today. He is now working for East Coast FM. I'm delighted to welcome back to his alma mater, Jason Collins. Hello, Jason. Hey, Jerry. Thanks very much for that lovely introduction. You're very good. How are you? I'm good. How are you keeping yourself? I'm all right. Trying like everybody else to cope through these weird times and doing my best. Trying to keep the spirits up and all that. It's not easy though, is it? No, it's not at all. And the reason you're with me today, I have to say it was our Louise was thinking about this. She said to me, I wonder could we talk to somebody who's a stay-at-home dad and that in the last year the circumstances have changed because perhaps their partner is now actually working from home and that sums up your situation. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, My wife works for Google and they were one of the first companies to send all their employees home before March of last year and then the um, situation changed pretty quick for me and that uh, we all kind of ended up in the house at the same time so she was working from the bedroom I was minding the kids homeschooling the kids and all of that stuff and then I was crisscrossing to doing my own radio work as well I was telling Louise actually I'm lucky that I'm able to I've got like a, a, a home studio in the box room in the house and um, I've been able to do the show from there so I was lucky in that respect and work had kind of, I was freelancing as well in various places. And that work had kind of um, ran down as well. Obviously, mm. people weren't looking for outside broadcast and that kind of thing. So I ended up um, in that situation where I was working from home and I had everybody in the house at the same time. Now, Jason, tell me this. When you are the homemaker uh, and uh, the other half returns home to work, <laughs> is there a little bit of uh, frissons, friction? Um, did you know what I was? That's a really good question. I'd say maybe at the start there was a bit of a kind of a there was a bit of a period where we were just getting used to being in the house at the same time all the time, you know. And we needed to kind of work out a system. So and we pretty quickly did it. Like Maria would get up early enough; she would be always have been an early riser. So she would get herself ready and then and prepare for work. And then at nine o'clock, she's she's back in the room with her cup of coffee. And we stay out of each other's hair would be the best way to put it between nine and lunchtime. And then again, she's back in, she's back in doing all her millions of video calls. And then um, we'd see each other later on the day. Now, of course, that doesn't mean we're, we're not that kind of family where I can't walk into the room or anything because she's in the bedroom working. I need to get in there and I'm doing my bits and bobs or whatever I need to get. So um, I'd say there was a little bit of a kind of a, a, war, uh, a warm-up period in terms of getting used to it. That's way to put it. <laughs> and there is they don't know everything is fine. And like you get used to it, the new arrangement as well. Let's step yeah. back a little because you as a couple made a conscious decision that you were going to take the main role at home. Yeah. You know... A lot of people listening today would think, God almighty, you know, it's it's, it's yeah. a big one for a man to do who's the traditional breadwinner. And I don't want to yeah. say there are lots of men doing the role that you're specifically doing now. Was that, you know, a, a, a big ask of you? Do you know what? That's another good question. And uh, I thought the same as well. There was a friend of mine who did it before me and um, his wife was working and they decided that he would 
stopped doing his his particular uh, job, which was working in, in a theatre, and then he would look after the kids. So they made that choice. And at that time, Jerry, I had thought, well, that's a bit weird now, you know. Mm. That I, 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 I was a bit kind of um, behind the times. And then I saw how well it worked for them. And then my situation came up where I had been working in sales a long time. I wanted a change in career. I'd been doing it for ages. I had looked at doing a couple of courses. I'd ended up doing a radio course, which led to work with KFM and then, which are good selves at LMFM doing the Saturday breakfast show very happily for a couple of years. And then that, at some point, I was still doing those shows kind of here and there, but at some point I went, okay, I want to, I actually want to do this. I want to do this more, but mm. how can I work it? So we both sat down and we decided, look, okay, best thing to do is um, we'll do a, par- do a part-time, do the radio part-time, and then the other half of the time, look after the kids, make sure, you know, get them up for school, get them dressed, get them fed, do the homework for- with them when they come back. And the good thing is, I suppose the, the benefit, one of the, one of the kind of silver linings of this horrible situation that is COVID is she doesn't have to be in the office. So, so there's no long commute back from yes. Grand Canal in Dublin all the way back home to where we live here in Nace. So she's she's there, um, ready to help when her job is finished as well. So it's not as it's not as bad as it seems, um, but yeah. it was definitely a big decision to make. And we I didn't take it lightly. In fairness, you know, I kind of was unsure at the start, but then we saw how well it worked. It was kind of a trial period, I suppose, would be the best way to put it at the start. You see what you say there, Jason. I'm familiar with that situation in my family circle as well. Long commutes have been over for the last year and people now in the clear light of day say, hold on a minute, what what was I at all this time? Is it absolutely necessary? It's changed, I think, for good, hasn't it? I think it has. I think it has. And I can see even the large, big multinational companies are now deciding, you know, maybe we don't need to rent, rent all this space so they're thinking, how can they save a few bucks from their side of things? And then the people are used to not having that big commute and being able to work from home. What I think might happen, Jerry, is that the companies that are smart will kind of give an, an offer that you can kind of do a bit of both. Yeah. You can come into the you come into the office and you can do a bit from home. And they can work it now. You know, we've had a good year of doing this. So I'm sure there was teething problems left, right and centre for businesses. But now it's now they've got it down to a bit of a fine art, I think. Like yourself, I can't believe that Last year, five, six months of the year, I'm at home sitting in my little room like yourself as well and on live here every day, connected in with very little glitches, to be honest with you. And amazing. Amazing. We, we could never have contemplated that before. Look, you, you know, in general, with uh, stay-at-home dads and yeah. that, that take the domestic duties, did you ever find, you know, that you come across anybody that, or do you think this is a, a factor, or maybe I'm way off the mark, that the embarrassment thing of it, yeah, I was saying that to Louise yesterday. Um, I, it was something I kind of thought about at the start, you know, um, but I got over it quickly. And you know what? I've quickly realised people don't care so much about what what's going on in your life as they do in theirs. And then I started seeing that the amount of dads at, at the playground picking up their own kids or drop, dropping the kids off. So it was it was a bit of a, a bias in my head that I don't think is right. Probably if I was kind of judging, I'd say it's 60-40% now in, in the playground where I drop off my kids well, when school is on, I should say, in towards of women versus men, which is great. It's different now. COVID has completely changed everything. And it's great to see mums and dads collecting their kids and dropping them off as well. So it's a real it's it's a real mix. So personally, I don't feel embarrassed because this is working. Maria is the breadwinner. I'm fine with that. I love doing the radio. I support her. She's gotten on in her career to the point. Um she wouldn't she always says she wouldn't be able to, she wouldn't have gotten where she has gotten now if it wasn't for my support. And it's completely vice versa. And I'm sure that kind of stuff is echoed in loads of relationships across across the Northeast. 
Yes, and you know the old saying, behind every great man is a wonderful woman. The reverse of that is absolutely true as well, and, and that has to be acknowledged, and you just acknowledge it uh, right now. Hey, I have to ask you this one. The school gates. You know, the other chatter that goes on at the school gates. Should we all know about it when the girls meet up and that? Are you in Are you in the group? Are you, are you a part of it? I, I, I am in the group. I am in the group, yeah. And you definitely, you know what? It's a, it's a bit of a laugh and you always learn some stuff that you never would have learned. So it's, it's always good to get in socialising. So I've been invited. I remember at the start, like I'm doing this a long time now. When I was, when I was explaining this yesterday, um, after, after my lads were in the crash, um, then we made a decision, right, how can we save a bit of money? How can we make this work? That's, it all kind of tied in at that point. So I ended up then um, dropping, do, doing the stay-at-home dad thing. And then pretty quickly, to answer your question then, the other mothers and the odd dad, then they started kind of inviting me in, you know. So it was great. They, people are nice and people want to welcome people in. So I don't think the stigma is there any more today than maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago. It might have been different, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've moved on a long, long way. And here, okay. here to it, I say, you've two boys, they're seven and 11. What did the lads think? <laughs> well, the lads, it's just a strange year, isn't it? So they're in and out of school all the time. They're they're completely used to me being around all the time because it's a good, you know, I'm doing this now, oh, it must be about, he's, Dallas is 11. So he, since he was in junior infant, so what's that, seven years, six, seven years of me um, doing this, they're completely used to it, completely used to it. And if there's somebody out there listening who's kind of weighing it up what to do, if it if it works, if, you know, if you can, if it works out better for you financially, if you think it'll improve your your homework balance and all of that with the family, I would give it a go. Do what I did, just give it a trial, see how it goes. There's a, you know, it's, it's something that you could that could really work for your family. Do you feel you have the best of all worlds? Actually, I do. Yeah, and I, I, we often talk about this. You know, I, I think the lads when they grow up and when they're a bit more. When they when when they're a bit more um, together in terms of looking back at the way things were in their childhood, I'd, I'd, we both think that they'll actually appreciate that we we were around, that I was around, that it wasn't the case of the two of us having to run off to work, um, and then dropping them off at the crash and organising after school and all of that kind of stuff. I think they'll be grateful when they're older that that at least one of the parents was around all the time. And I don't know what's going to happen with my wife now in terms of uh, will she go back into the office full time or or will she be still working from home? So. I'll have to wait and see on that but I think so Jerry. You're rocking the airwaves on East Coast Doing my best doing my best yeah so I'm on Saturdays and Sundays with them and um, they're a great station to work for as as is LMFM had great times at both the stations so now I'm permanent on Saturdays and Sundays with them you know it's a music show and music is my forte and um, that's what I love talking about and I just try to keep upbeat and positive and uh, keep people ticking over and mm. um, that, that's that's really what my aim is, you know. And sure, same as yourself, Jerry, making people happy. Well, you know, it is the biggest facet of this game, as you know, uh, this last year especially, and we get the feedback all the time from people. We do our best. We have to be practical and real as well. But there is the ability to allow the mind escape through the wonderful, wonderful medium of radio, which is just fantastic. It's a, pri- it's a privilege, as you know, and a pleasure to be able to do uh, a job like this. You're a great, great fella. I always enjoyed listening to you here, and I know they really love you in East Coast 
land as well. I wish you all the success in the world and thank you for joining me today and telling your story. Happy Easter, Jason. Happy Easter, Jerry. You're a gentleman. Thank you very much. God bless you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's the wonderful Jason Collins there. I'm sure you remember him from our uh, Saturday morning breakfast show here. Real good guy. And there you have it. He has the balance. And uh, the balance is even better since lockdown with that long commute for his wife not having to happen. It is a changed world. It will be changed. I think there's probably a balance, as Jason said, there to be had between office and home. That is for sure. I love being in, I have to say. I worked at home and I did the five, six months. And the way myself and Louise work now here on Late Lunch is quite different. But we've we, we've made it work. We really have made it work uh, in the new circumstances. But I think when you're in as well, spending time together, there's more uh, time for creativity and banging off one another with ideas and things like that. And that has to be taken into consideration as well. My little opinion for what it's worth. Have you an opinion? We love to hear from you. 86 1800-658 WhatsApp or text me to the show 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in don't go anywhere Tommy's been on from Italy hello to you again Tommy he wants to send good wishes to Andy and family here in Ireland and to everybody in LMFM radio have a happy Easter in Italia here's a lovely one Louise ah happy birthday Messi the love and friendship you get from your pet is like no other I lost my cat Lola he was 16 I took him out every day for a walk down our meadow on his lead he loved it. I really miss it, well, says Christine. I've never heard a cat on a lead Oh, before. yes, people take really? their cats. Oh, yeah, people take cats out in leads. Yes, they do. Oh, it's a fashion item, you know. Oh. In Paris or New York, when you oh, could. Oh, you know about me in fashion. No, I'm way behind that <laughs> Oh, Louise, and, and football, let's come back to football. Is there any point in asking you? You heard about the dubs. I did. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. Well, it's a lot not. of people did. But it's no April Fool's job, joke. The, the dubs were training. The dubs were training and it's just not right. No. Nope. And I, I will say it again. How can you bring back squads of players and all along with them? And you can't allow two people to go out on a golf course and hit a golf ball mm. well spaced apart in the open air. I think that's absolute nonsense. It doesn't add up one little bit, to be honest with you. We've had a call in from a lady in the draw area who says, Jerry, <clears throat> it's not just Dublin. I can tell you that GA clubs in Drogheda are training because my boys are members of one of these clubs and I know the senior team is training. Just got that message from a lady there now. And has it been going on a long time? Well, just a, a, training session. I, I don't know. Anywhere? I take the message there. It's just come in by phone and face value there uh, to me in the light of that story breaking today. And, you know, there is word about that uh, clubs are training in North Louth as well. And in me, there is word out there that clubs, GAA clubs, are training. It's not just an isolated incident. You know, and if it were, that'd be well and fine. But it's wrong. It is absolutely wrong when we're all busting a gut Mm -hmm. to do the right thing. And the GAA is not above... And we know, listen, let's call a spade a spade. I love the GAA. They do great work and we support them greatly in this radio station. But Jesus, what happened after the county finals last year? In this neck of the woods and the outbreaks of COVID after it, it happened. No one can, they can deny it all they want. We know it happened. And, you know, they say the GA is a great organisation, which it is, but it is tarnished. And it's tarnished by things like Dublin players doing at this moment in time. We're all in it together. Give me a break. Well, are we? Are we in it? Are we all in it together? Give us a bloody break. That's what I say. It's a disgrace. I'll tell you what I do. 
I'd kick Dublin where it hurts and give Mayo a chance of winning the All Ireland. <laughs> Come on, Mayo! Or loud or Come mood. on, Mayo! Oh, well, well, well. Now hold on a minute. Don't start stretching it that far. <laughs> Mayo have some chance. That's what I'd do. I'd give the Mayo boys. What do you think? Have you an opinion on this? Have you something to say? Don't deny it. Don't, there's, you know, you, you hear this. You get the whispers. They're out on the ground. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. That lady is adamant. She'll name the club. She'll name the manager. She she's no problem. She's been on there a moment ago. There you go. So uh, it's not just And then just other kids are stuck dubs. in their room, has been seen yes. friends in months, yes. still not back to yes. school. Oh, the GA, like the GA didn't say much with the announcements coming up there last week. They knew, like they're a lobby, they're a big lobby, we know that. Oh, they're a huge lobby, We're probably the biggest in the country. And they said, feck all ahead of the announcements, this, because they knew, they knew they were going to get, you know what I mean, the thumbs up. And weaker bodies who don't have as strong a voice or influence. That's what it is in, in this. You know, if you have the influence and power and you can shout loudest, you get places. Uh, you know, it's not equitable at all across life in many, many aspects of life. And that's the bloody annoying thing. It really is. That's why I love reading Jean Kerrigan. Every Sunday in the Sunday Independent, I said it before, I don't agree with him on everything. In fact, I uh, diametrically disagree with him on some things. But overall... Kerrigan in the Sunday Independent. Pick it up this Sunday and read him. He speaks an awful lot of truth and he calls them out and they hate him for it. They hate him because he's so honest and he calls people out. I love reading him. I think he's absolutely great. Uh, anyway, what about the homework and how are you getting on? Just a minute. For yourself. Oh, you for know, me. Listen to Jason there. You know what I mean? It's been quite different, hasn't it? Now, yeah, we've I'm, glad back at, I'm, I'm glad to be back at school as yeah, well. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm glad to have that home that I can you know, work at home in the morning, do all the phone calls without any interruptions or whatever. And, you know, phone calls to you in the morning and get the show ready and then come in here and do the show. So it's it's nice to have that peace and quiet, I do have to say, and then come in here. (laughs) I'm laughing. Somebody says, that dub thing is an April's fool. (sighs) Is it, Louise? I don't know. Is it an April's fool? I'm like, I'm mad about nothing. (laughs) That'll be a great one, won't it? (laughs) It'll be a great April fool's if it was, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I don't think so, though. Not what I'm here. Not what, I'm, what are you hearing? Are you hearing that it's April Fool? Mm. A lot of April Fools out there, though, <laughs> aren't there? Seems some a lot of social media. That's going to be brilliant. But genuine, that lady. I'm not joking about the call. That's a fact. We're after getting there. We're after getting an indication from elsewhere in Louth and Mead as well. Just there now to say that uh, um, there is training going on. Yes. Uh, why can't soccer clubs train and play, and the GA? You know. Okay. Why can soccer clubs train and play, and the GA can't? The soccer clubs that can train and play are the League of Ireland clubs at mm. the elite level. That's who can train and play. And I agree with you. I, I, I thought, you know, there could be a provision made to get maybe elite sport at the GA back, you know, and that, that obviously wasn't considered for some reason. But there you go. Um, if you have an opinion, is it an April Fool? Is- <laughs> Be first time you ever got it, it was. <laughs> oh no, it's not the first time I was caught in April. Oh no, 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 not I've been caught with April Fools. I, I must come back to that someday. I don't want to talk about it today, but <laughs> I will come back to it. Anyway, we have news, big news, Louise, which we're going to talk about in the next half hour of the show on 40 Days and Nights for Slav. My, I have some great news for you. It just gets better and better. It gets better and better every day, even though I finished the walking. And I'm still abstaining from uh, the alcohol. I won't have a a drop, to be honest with you. But maybe Saturday night. Just something small, not uh, not too much. Anyway, still to come on the show, Lear Chocolates, based in County Mead. Oh, they're eggy. Eggies are lovely. They are. We're going to be talking about Lear Chocolates in a while. We're going to focus on Ed Sheeran. 
And, of course, we have a look ahead to the weekend in sport. But anyway, if it's an April Fool, I'll be saying, Mamma Mia! Here's Abba. Mamma Mia! It's not an April Fool, I can tell you. Jerry, I'm sick of this. We're all in it together, bull. One rule for the lads with the money and another for normal folk. All clubs should be training out in the open air, not doing a bit of harm. I'd say a lot of people would agree with you in that. All for one or one for nothing. Hi, Jerry. don't get to listen in the afternoons often. Fair play, really enjoying the show this afternoon, says Darren. Thanks a million for your lovely messages. Up next, it's all about chocolate. I know it's Holy Week and it's so significant religiously, but it's a massive celebration for Chocoholics as well this weekend. Yes, the Easter egg is such a part now of this early spring celebration and we all love Lear chocolates and their eggs. Yes, they're based here in the northeastern County Mead and joining me on the line is their brand manager, Katie Byrne. Hello, Katie. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. Well, 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 this year, another year like no other. How are you getting on? Are you selling online? I know the shop is closed, isn't it, for the second year? Yeah, so unfortunately, our factory shop is closed um, again for this Easter. But we've put a lot of resources and a lot of effort into our online shop um, over the last number of months, as has many companies. Um, and it's gone really, really well for us. Um, and we sold out of our Easter eggs online last Thursday. Oh, really good. So. It's too late. It's too late, is it? <laughs> Look, I'll see if I can find one for you. Ah, oh, listen. Oh, jeez, I'm not begging for one at all. I'm just <laughs> no, saying in, in general terms for somebody going online to order at this late date. It's too late online. But listen, there will be uh, Lear uh, eggs and plenty of chockies yeah. in the shops, aren't there? Yeah, so um, we've been really well supported by a lot of the retailers like Tesco, Musgraves and Dunn's. So our eggs are available um, still in store for people who want to pick them up before Easter Sunday. Great stuff. How many eggs would you make for a, a typical Easter or Easter this year? Oh, for our branded eggs. So obviously we make um, Bailey's eggs, Guinness eggs and then our Lear eggs. So for Ireland, we I think we made about 50,000 eggs this year. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of chocolate to be consumed, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And they're beautiful. I have to say, your, your packaging is outstanding. It just jumps off the shelf. Is that a big, a big catch, you know, for you as a marketing ploy to get people to look at you and buy? Yeah, so we made a big change this year to our packaging. Mm. So obviously sustainability is key, um, is a big talking point for a lot of people and it's really important to us in Lear. So we moved um, our packaging to 100% sustainable packaging and in that in them packs, it's the first year that we've done a pack that is 99% plastic free. Well so done. there's a really good story mm. and the team put a lot of work into that Easter egg pack. There was a lot of transit trials and a lot of dropping the pack and making sure the egg stays in place. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a really good news story. Um, yeah, and it hasn't egg. it hasn't taken a bit away. I, I congratulate you. What you've come up with, which is sustainable, is equally as impressive. You know what I'm saying as what went before. Yeah, and like that was, you know, there's been a lot of debates and our eggs are gorgeous and we want to show them off as mm. well. Um, so it's trying to get the balance of that because obviously Easter eggs are a gift, so they still need to look yes. beautiful. And we, But the sustainability is really important to us as well. That is great to hear. Now, what about, I mentioned you sold out, but this is good news online last Thursday. What about shopping habits? You know, is it... 
Will you be looking at this down the road? Do you see that online thing? Like an awful lot of companies' eyes have been open, as you know, uh, Katie, in the last year or more, to this market that's there. Will you go even further down that road? Do you see that growing, growing year on year? Yeah, we've definitely, we've put um, a lot of effort into our online shop and we were we won a grant with Enterprise Ireland as well to put more focus onto our online shop and more um, expertise because like a lot of small to medium sized companies we wouldn't be experts in the field so we are learning and we had a good Christmas online and a good Easter and we are planning a lot more and a lot more expansion for the online shop. Mm. When you look at a normal year let's go back before last year before the year before the pandemic are you down much? Have you taken much of a hit overall when you look at the business? Yeah, we took a big hit last year. Um, obviously, Easter last year was an Easter like no other. We had just gone into lockdown, so we did take. We didn't have a great Easter last year, but we've had a re- so far. <laughs> so far, we've it, it looks a lot improved, and we Good. did internally. Obviously, last year with COVID, we changed a lot of things. Like I'm ringing you from home. A lot of us are working from home. Those and even on the floor. Obviously, we make everything on site in Navin, so there is people that have to be on the floor. And we've put in a lot of extra, um, you know, like plastic separations and in implementing the two meters apart and extra stringent COVID measures and mask wearing in the factory. Mm. So a big change uh, on the floor, in the uh, marketplace and for you as well, working from home. Tell me this, Joe. I have to mention it and I want to forget about this word, Brexit. Has it been uh, a challenge? Yes, Um, in no uncertain terms. And I think, you know, we did last year, you know, we had COVID and then we had Brexit looming as well. We do a lot of private label work for um, retailers in the UK. So that was a big worry and it's a big change. And I think we're all still getting used to the extra paperwork. I think and we were relieved in one way that there was a deal, um, whether, you know, it was a yes or no or whatever, that we just knew what we were doing because it was very difficult trying to prepare and trying to prepare and not knowing what way it was going to go. Um, so we are working through it. It's obviously added on additional timelines and delays and extra admin. But this is, the, you know, we'll get used to that mm. and we'll work it in and we'll move forward with it. Surely will. Uh, for you, obviously, on a personal basis, uh, journey saved, more relaxed in your life, able to concentrate better on the job. Yeah, the um, work from home, we obviously use Microsoft Teams. So I think it's been a big change for all the staff. Um, but we're we're used to it now. And I think going forward, you know, we like being in the office as well. So kind of, you know, it's nice to go in once a week. I'm in once a week at the moment. And it's nice to catch up and see the actual packaging and maybe get, try some samples as well. My <laughs> diet has improved since I haven't been working in a chocolate factory. <laughs> Oh, there are times I wish I was Willy Wonka. But anyway, that's uh, never going to happen. What's your favourite Lear egg or chocolate? Or what would you say if you were pinned? Now, you know, we know they're all lovely and we want to say that too. But if you were pinned to one to say, above all else, what is it? The crispy caramel egg. (gasps) Oh. It's it's one of our top sellers and it's in the blue, the turquoise blue box. And it's a milk chocolate, but then there's actually crispy caramel pieces going through the egg. 
Yes. Yeah, so it's a lovely eat. It would be definitely up there um, as my number one egg. Good woman yourself. Well, listen, we wish you well at Lear. You can still pick them up in the shops at this time. Sold out online, the eggs for this year, but working a way to uh, get more of them available online and more product over the uh, weeks and months ahead. Thank you so much, Katie, for joining me on the show. Brilliant. Thanks, million, for having us. Not Have at all. You too. Take care. Happy Easter. That's Katie Byrne there, brand manager with Lear. Louise, do you have uh, me little chocolate song? Do you know me chocolate song? Do you have it ready there? Or you'll, you'll get it for me, will you? Will you it's get fun. it? Everyone's a fruit and a nutcase. It really is a must for modest dancers. The nuts are so nutritious. The fruit is so fruititious. And connoisseurs of chocolate pronounce it quite delicious. Everyone's a fruit and a nutcase. It contains a special FNN ingredient. For healthy recreation, what a combination. Cadbury's fruit and nut. Good tune, isn't it? It's a great tune. <laughs> It's a great tune. Cadbury's. <laughs> Thanks, Louise. You're I take welcome. that as a compliment. <laughs> and I never want to be anything else, to be honest with you, in my life. You know something, I have to admit, tell you a little story. 40 days and nights for Slav, you know, I was drinking the Fentiman's Cola, which mm. <laughs> when I went to the recycle bin, <laughs> she said that many bottles. I said, did I drink that much of the Coke? But I did. But I... I, I you know when you're pregnant yeah, and you have a what do you call it craving when, yeah fruit and nut <laughs> but the 40 days and nut, no way. nights was my chocolate craving chocolate bar do you know the big big bars yeah wow <laughs> should just lash one in with a cup of tea <laughs> oh I just love fruit and nut what about you Cadbury's fruit and nut Easter egg I haven't seen them no 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 the bar oh, the, the bar, bar the bar Golden the bar, the bar. I, I, forget about the egg but I was buying the bars over the oh. 40 days and eating them and loving them I went back to it I used to enjoy it years ago but something I walked into a shop and I said what am I going to occupy myself with in the evenings and I saw the fruit and nut and I was away oh I love it I absolutely adore now you adore have an addiction to fruit mm, and nut what about you chocolate bar number Golden one and crisp there you go Love Golden Crisp. Well, you love that Lear egg that was mentioned there as mm. well because it, it, it's a similar. It certainly is. You're at Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this uh, Holy Thursday afternoon. We have a short break to take, but come back. Stay with us because we have a fantastic update on 40 Days and Nights for Slav. I want to wish Thomas Hannerty all the very best. He's opening his giddy box takeaway signature coffee and donuts on the main Navin Kingscourt Road from 10am on Easter Sunday. So if you're on the Navin Kingscourt Road, check him out there. You'll see where he is. Signature coffee and donuts to take away. And we'll be having a word with Thomas on the show here next week. Louise, Slav, 40 days and in. nights. Oh my God. Catherine, uh, well done, Jerry, to you and your 40 days. Please find and close my donation. These have just come this morning. Dear Jerry, please find and close the donation for Slav. Another one. Uh, I want to give it in memory of my sister Patricia and uh, well done says Alice to me today here's a lovely card smile Uh, well done on all your working for Slav you really are a great man with so much love in your heart for others I hope Slav makes a full recovery and enjoys all the things any young man does he here is a small donation not small fantastic for your work for Slav and that comes in from the lovely Noel Bo ah Noel Thank you so much. You really are an amazing man. Hope you are blessed and have a beautiful Easter. Thank you. And a letter here with a donation. Please find it closed. A donation for your fundraising for Slab. 
it's uh, hard for anyone to be in ill health, but especially a young person. And I hope and pray he will have better health in the future. Well done in your effort, Jerry. I'm just paraphrasing it too. I enclose uh, a gift for you. Uh, and I have to say, I've passed that gift on to Slav at this time. Thank you for thinking of me. I'm a senior citizen. I listen to LMFM radio every day. I never miss the late lunch, which I find very interesting and entertaining. You do a great job. Wishing you all at LMFM a very happy Easter. Keep up the fantastic work thank you indeed the news is Louise that last evening Anna McKenna thank you Anna called with a lovely donation from herself and Jean and then all I can say is Louise an angel arrived at my door somebody I hadn't seen in years and years who was listening and I will call him today Archangel Michael Michael you know who you are and I won't say but the donation was really substantial. Michael, I was just so... Blown away. So blown away, I really was. And I thank you from my heart. And so does Nadia and Slav because all the monies have come since we talked to Nadia are now lodged in the account. And the news is that 40 days and 40 nights has now passed... 15,000 euros. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, so on it goes. It's like three grand more than when you ended. <laughs> well, it's just come flowing in the last few days. Well and done, everyone. The generosity, your generosity, your kindness will never be forgotten by that the the, uh, the Slav and Nadia and the Vavro family and what you've done for them at this time because it's given them a tremendous lift after Taking three so years. much pressure off them and for a while. And I'm humbled and I thank you. I thank you for your continued support. You've been absolutely so generous, so marvellous, as I said, at this time when there are so many demands on people and massive national fundraisers going on to think that it's yielded over 15,000 now and still going for that family. It is fantastic. Thank you again, sincerely, from my heart. 40 days and 40 nights for Slav. The fund is still open. And if you want to donate, don't forget, you can go to GoFundMe.com, Oxygen for Slav. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Still to come on the show after three. Leon Blanche will be looking ahead to the big soccer games in the League of Ireland and the Premier League. And the Ed Sheeran story continues. But taking us towards news, sport and weather at three. Come on. It's Easter. We're ready to shake it. Are you ready, Louise? We played it before, but we have to play it again. It'd just get you going, wouldn't it? Yeah. Can you twist? I'll try. (laughs) Do your best. Come on. Uh, Jerry, I'm loving the show. Wasn't it lovely getting back to a box of chocolates with a beautiful scene or picture on the box? I remember that. I think it was the Cadbury used to have different scenes on the boxes and we used to save them, says that listener there when we were children. I'm not surprised. Hi, Jerry. What about our pitch and put small clubs in the area with no clubhouses all outside? I love the way you shoot from the hip. My dad always said, if you're honest, you'll always be in trouble. <laughs> I've been in trouble for being honest, for sure. But do, Jerry, continue to speak your mind. Love the show. That comes in from Peter Inard Cat this afternoon. You've you got to speak out. You've got to say. You've got to point out things when they ain't right. That's uh, for sure. Now, Ed Sheeran. Hang on, hang on. Jerry, just, we've had people asking what's the April Fool's joke you were. You had no point in mentioning it in May. <laughs> so... On, tell us when you were I was out. the subject. I was. It was the first of April. I don't know what year. And I was on the executive of the civil, <laughs> the civil and public services union. There were the CPSSU. Billy Lynch was the long time 
general secretary at the time. Oh, Jesus, was like a pantomime at times at those meetings. But anyway, I was in the civil service. I was a representative on the CPSU executive. And the meeting was on the 1st of April. And there was a break in the middle of the meeting. And there's always tea and a big plate of biscuits. And I love Jaffa cakes. Oh, Jesus, I love Jaffa cakes. I really do. I think they're beautiful. And there was about 20 round the table and the biscuits were all disappearing and there was one Jaffa cake on the 1st of April left in the plate and she knows sure I'm the hungry eye I reached over got the Jaffa into the mouth bang a rubber Jaffa cake <laughs> and the whole room burst into laughter they got me they got me they really got me on that day and I was the colour of your jacket as red what Reed as does that. to you Jerry. You yes. have to go for the last one. Jaffa cakes. Oh, yes. They'll always be in my mind for that one. I was caught in. Tell you them since. You still eat them. Oh, yet? I love Jaffa cakes. Oh. I love them. And I'll tell you, that rubber one was the loveliest Jaffa I ever saw. Ever, ever, ever. So, will you be singing like something like... Jaffa, 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 Jaffa. Hey, listen, general public, for goodness sakes. My family, they go crazy for these Jaffa cakes. I love it. Where did you find that? I have no idea. <laughs> I love it. Well done. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, I'll remember the 1st of April. Caught out with a Jaffa cake. Anyway, let's uh, bring the curtain down on Mr. Ed Sheeran. Though involved in a number of relationships, we're getting personal with Ed today. Since the summer of 2015, he settled down with his childhood friend, isn't this lovely, and school classmate, Cherry Seaborn. Uh, they became engaged in January 2018 and married a year later. And on September 1st last year, they were blessed with a little girl who they named Lyra Antarctica. And that is a lovely name, isn't it? It really is. For his sins, Ed supports Ipswich Town Football Club. God help him. I have a soft spot for Ipswich myself. They were great on the Bobby Robson years ago. From humble beginnings, Sheeran's net worth, would you believe, now is estimated at £200 million. Conservative, that is. He opposed Brexit, supports the Labour Party and is a big advocate of the Black Lives Matter movement. He loves his Irish roots on his father's side and like most of us, he enjoys the crack. He really does. Oh, listen, this fella, you can see the Irish in him for sure. Ed Sheeran, he's a top man and his music is enjoyed by millions of fans round the world over. And today we round off our focus on Ed Sheeran with what has been voted as his number one song of all time. When your legs don't work like they used to before Found love right where we are Mr. Ed Sheeran, my artist of the week. Isn't that just brilliant? i got to see that man in concert. Next opportunity, I'll be there. Jab in tow. Stephen Dever, thank you so much for your very kind donation for Slav. Really do appreciate it. Final break of the week on Late Lunch. And up next, it's Leon Blanche looking ahead to the weekend in sport. Yes, it's Thursday. We're not here tomorrow, Friday. But one of our usual Friday regulars is with us today because it is the long bank holiday weekend. It's soccer all the way today with Leon Blanche, communications manager with Boyle Sports. Welcome back, Leon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. Well, the Premier League is back after the international break and there's two standout fixtures, probably one. I'm being biased here, Leon, when I tell them about the second one. But let's talk about the big, big game in the Premier League. It's Leicester City against Manchester City, the leaders. Yeah, look, it's a massive game. I think Leicester uh, obviously have been doing well. Um, I thought they were very good against Man United in the FA Cup before the break. 
And but the one thing I will say about them is their home form in the league has not been great. Manchester City on the other side of things, they slipped up, they lost one game, but they've rebounded straight back. They are a class apart from every other team in the league this season. That's the reason why they're odds on favourites. Very short price at 8-15 to 15 to beat Leicester. Leicester, I think if Brendan Rodgers can finish in the top four, going out of the Europa League, I think will secure a top four finish. And that would be a brilliant achievement. When you consider he's been without Harvey Barnes, he's been without James Madison, who have been two of the best performers for Leicester this season. Ian Acho has finally started to deliver. Um, I think he scored six or seven games in the last nine or ten matches. So he's in fantastic form. Sergio Aguero, he's going to leave Man City. But what a player he's been. And I still feel Aguero is going to have a big say in the remainder of the season. You must never forget City are still on for a quadruple. Of course, the first final will be against Spurs in the League Cup. But I think City will win this. I think both teams will score. We have a great offer on this one, Jerry. It's a free tenor bet if your bet loses on Leicester versus Manchester City. So you can be secure in picking a choice. If it doesn't happen, you'll get your money back. But I just think City, the way they're focused, they obviously have the Champions League coming up against Borussia Dortmund. Um, but I just feel Pep will want to try and get the league put to bed as quick as possible. So for me, City to claim all three points. Well, here's my bias now. Two also-rans when it comes to the championship this year. It wasn't like that in previous years. Yes, Arsenal are at the Emirates at home to Liverpool. Always an attractive fixture. Ah, look, it's, 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 it's always a good fixture. There's been some great games between both of these sides. And as you said, both of them are nowhere near where they should be. Um, I think Liverpool have got more excuses than Arsenal, if I'm being totally honest. But... Mikel Arteta is trying to build something. There's a lot of nice young players at Arsenal, but they still need to try and shore up that back four, in my opinion. However, they are taking on Liverpool, and Arsenal are a big price. 21-10 to 10 for the fixture on Saturday night. Liverpool are favourites. But the thing about Liverpool here is, I think team selection, you would want to wait and see exactly who Jurgen Klopp picks in this fixture, because they play Real Madrid on Tuesday night in the first leg of the Champions League quarter-final. They don't have a lot of time between the two games. Arsenal have got an extra two games to prepare for their Europa League quarter-final. So keep an eye on Liverpool's team sheet. I have a feeling Klopp may decide to rest a couple of players who are going to play against Madrid. And if that happens, I think Arsenal could do Liverpool. They're a big price at 21-10, to 10, so I'm going to go for a home win and the Gunners to claim all three points. I like what you're saying, Leon. Fingers crossed from a Gunners fan point of view. Now let's move to the League of Ireland. And there's a big, big fixture already. It's only the third weekend of the season. Now Shamrock Rovers were off last week. Dundalk did play. They've played two. Dundalk, they only have one point. They were surprised by Finn Harps last week. Rovers at home in this one. It's a big game already. It's a massive game already, Jerry. And look, as you said, Dundalk will not be happy with the start. Um, one point from six. I know it's very early in the table, but this is Shamrock Rovers against Dundalk. They have been the two standout sides for what, the last four or five seasons in the Premier Division. Rovers, they've only obviously played the one game. They needed a very, very late equaliser to get a point. And as you said, Dundalk, one out of six. Rovers are favourites. They are slight favourites here in this particular contest. They're five to six to beat Dundalk. 
Now Dundalk could be a massive price here, Jerry, at three to one. I don't I don't see that much of a difference between these two sides. And Dundalk will be absolutely itching for their first win. It's not going to be easy, however, against Rovers. Rovers are a good side. They've lost a couple of big name players that we spoke about when we were talking about the League of Ireland at the start of the season. I think this is going to be a tricky game to call. And for that reason, I'm probably just going to take a draw at 5-2. to two. I just think when you looked at the last couple of games between these two sides, they've been a draw after 90 minutes. They've had to be settled on penalties. And I just feel the league game is going to be a tricky affair. Neither team is going to want to lose, Jerry, And I think that just could be the making of a finishing in a draw. So I'm going to go for the draw between Rovers and the Dock. Now, Drogheda played their third game. Uh, they've won one, lost one, beat Waterford on the opening night. And a late, late goal at Pat saw them undone. They felt they were hard done by. They should have taken a point. But that little lapse is perhaps the difference in class. They played the league leaders, Finn Harps. Can you believe I'm saying that, Leon? <laughs> yeah, but you know something, Jerry. I think this is a game that Drogheda are going to be looking forward to I take your point against Pats. It was a late, late goal. And I've already spoke highly enough about St. Patrick's Athletic, but I would have been delighted for Drogheda if they'd have come away from that game with a share of the spoils. But they didn't. So now they're taking on Finn Harps, who, of course, as you rightly said, they are the league leaders at the present time. But this is a nice game for Drogheda. I don't think they're going to fear Finn Harps in any way, shape or form. Drogheda, for me, are going to win this match. I've been impressed with Drogheda so far in the two games. I take your point about a little bit of inexperience coming towards the end of a game. They've got to learn from that, and hopefully they will, because that will have hurt losing in such um, circumstances late against St. Patrick's Athletic. Finn Harps, they're on a crest of a wave at the moment. If you would have said to them that they would have beat Dundalk and they'd be sitting top of the Premier League table after two matches, I think they would have looked at you and started to question you. But they are. They're there. They scored three. They conceded one. But I just have a feeling Drogheda can win this match and equal themselves on points with Finn Harps. So I'm going for Drogs to win at home at 9-5. to five. Leon, as usual, thank you very much indeed. A day early this weekend, but we will speak to you on Friday week, looking ahead to another big weekend in sport. Thanks a million and happy Easter. Happy Easter to you, Jerry, and everyone who listens in to LMFM. That's our lot on Late Lunch for this four-day week. We're off tomorrow and on Monday, back with Late Lunch on Tuesday. Thanks to all our guests during the last week, uh, to Louise Walsh, my producer, couldn't do this without her, and to you, our listeners, for your kindness and generosity and tuning in, of course, and joining in Late Lunch and the conversation and more every single day. Happy Easter. God bless everybody. Have a safe and lovely time. Do your very best in the circumstances. Please, God, this will be the last Easter with restrictions and we look forward to a much better one in 12 months' time. Eddie Caffrey's raring to go with the drive. Stay with us here on LMFM Radio. See you Tuesday. Take care. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda Dundalk and Cavan. Let us amaze you with our fantastic used car offers. With over 300 different makes and models, we have the biggest selection of pre-owned cars to choose from. Let Blackstone Motors find the perfect car for you. Finance can be arranged to suit all budgets. Call or visit blackstonemotors.ie today to find your next car. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. 
Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.